Britt Kelsey, it's Times Radio. Plenty still to come this hour. But I want to cross over to South America, if I may, because Ecuador's president has ordered that criminal gangs be neutralized after days of violence, which culminated in an attack on a television studio. On Monday, President Daniel Naboa issued a 60-day state of emergency following the disappearance of notorious gang boss Adolfo Macias Villamar from his prison cell in the country's largest city. Well, John Bonfiglio is with us now, uh, the Times Latin American correspondent. John, hello, good to speak to you tonight. Good evening, Rick. John, how unsafe is Ecuador right now? Well, it is now officially the uh, the most dangerous, statistically, uh, the most dangerous country in Latin America, having been uh, one of the safest countries just a few years ago. As you say, the president has declared, well, actually, declared a state of emergency, then a state of exception. Uh, now an internal armed conflict is what... Uh, Uh, is the official terminology uh, as to what is being experienced, but you can call it what you like. Ecuador is suffering an existential problem, which it is wholly, wholly unprepared for. How has Ecuador gone from being one of the safest countries in Latin America to one of the most dangerous? Um, I mean, this is to do with uh, cocaine. This is to do with the trafficking of of drugs. It is to do with uh, a 2019 opened deep water port on its on its coast, just down the coast from Guayaquil. Uh, it's well, its biggest city, which is one of the reasons why a lot of this violence has been centered in Guayaquil, because gangs are fighting for territory uh, there. Um, as the situation is security and situation in Colombia has acted as a country in the peace process over the last uh, few years. It's been harder to export cocaine from that particular country and, of course, to the south. Uh, Ecuador also has has Peru. Um, the level of unpreparedness that Ecuador has uh, has had historically, uh, and as I say, this deep water port, means now that actually uh, it is the perfect um, uh, context uh, f- for gangs to be able to move uh, cocaine in particular out of out of the country and across to Europe and uh, and and the USA, and that is it is the the struggle for for territory for land that these new gangs. Uh, it's very much about the anarchy before the fights, uh, before these things settle are struggling over. And the two biggest gangs, you cited this figure of Adolfo Macias who escaped mm. from prison, from a low-security prison, remarkably, uh, on Sunday, given the fact that he's the most notorious criminal uh, in Ecuador. But that tells you that Ecuador has no control over its prisons. Uh, his gang, the Los Choneros, are connected to the Sinaloa cartel in Mexico. And the next biggest gang in uh, Ecuador, Los Lobos, are connected to the Jalisco New Generation cartel in in Mexico. This is all... um, Yeah, they are not local gangs. These are um, international uh, crime, multi-layered crime organizations with local enforcers in uh, different countries that are currently trying to send the most violent message possible in Ecuador in order to for the state to let them go about their business. 
John, b- b- before you go, can we just talk about you know the role of President Naboa here? Now, he's just 36 years old. He became Ecuador's youngest ever head of state after winning that election that, that was tarnished by the assassination of the presidential candidate and journalist Fernando uh, Villa Vicencio. Um, what's he saying he's going to do about this to slow down and cut this violence? Um, I mean, he is saying that he is going to uh, take control. I mean, the, the state of exception in the internal armed conflict means now that what we've seen actually today in uh, Ecuador after the chaos of yesterday is that we have soldiers on the streets uh, across the country. Anyone who can is is bunkering down. Uh, but you know, we have we now have a militarized country, and that is going to be the case for the for the foreseeable. Uh, future, but Naboa doesn't have control of the international cocaine markets. He doesn't have control of cocaine production in Colombia and uh, Peru. Ecuador has an active military of about forty thousand. Gangs are estimated to number at least twenty thousand, and it has no control of its prisons. So, what do you do even if you arrest criminals and send them to uh, to prison? Also, bear in mind that Guillermo Lasso, the previous president, declared twenty separate states of emergency during mm. his shortened tenure, and that didn't achieve. Uh, very much at all. So uh, he is pretty much stuck. And even if the US uh, comes out and condemns the attacks as it has and has pledged to increase cooperation uh, with with the government, there is very little fundamentally that is in the gift of Ecuador to control uh, the the anarchy and the chaos that we saw sharp ended uh, yesterday. Uh, An incredibly difficult state of affairs. John, thank you for talking to us today. No problem at all, Rick. John Bonfiglia there. The Times Latin American correspondent really bringing it home about, you know, how things have changed in Ecuador in the last few years. John's saying there, it's now the most statistically dangerous country in Latin America. And if you just went back a few years, it was one of the safest. So 60-day state of emergency uh, declared in Ecuador. We will keep you updated over the coming days here on Times Radio.